Hello and welcome along to the Anxiety Specialist Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Burrows. And I'm Becky Burrows. If you've been struggling with anxiety or know someone who has been, then this podcast is for you. Today, we're going to be covering some more tips, strategies, and insights so you can get the anxiety-free life you deserve. Ready? Let's dive in. If listening to the podcast, you realize that you really want to work on some of your own anxiety, that it's become an issue in your life, it's affecting your functioning, then I would really encourage you to jump on my masterclass on how to reduce your anxiety. This is the best place to start. I cover what the journey looks like, how moving through anxiety works, and the mistakes people make that really hold them back. So click the link in the show notes to be able to come and join me on that masterclass. And I'm really excited to help you to start overcoming your own anxiety. You're probably listening to this because you've got an injection, blood test or visit to the hospital that needs to happen, but your fear of needles is getting in the way. Well, I'm going to cover the two most common causes of needle phobia and I'll outline what the treatment looks like to be able to get to a place where you can get whatever injections or IVs or blood tests you need. Sorry for the needly language, I know it might be hard. Stick with me, it's kind of hard to cover all of this without using any. Now, what we're talking about isn't a fear of needles themselves as inanimate unmoving objects, though these can obviously be a trigger for the fear, but a fear of medical procedures involving needles, such as shots or injections, drips, blood tests and finger prick tests. You may have heard terms like medical phobia, trypanophobia, eichmophobia, balonophobia or enetophobia. The fear is generally derived from the sensation or memory of the sensation of a needle entering the body. Some people feel pain others experience different sensations, from a sense that the needle feels strange or disturbing to feeling like they're doomed. It's a very common fear, with some estimating it as high as 23% of people having this fear. So what causes the fear of needles? Most people with a fear of needles have had this for a long time. If yours is newly acquired, it may be from a traumatic event or from a concern that the particular needle event that you're facing, like an injection of some type, contains something harmful to you. That could activate a new needle fear. As for long-term sufferers of needle phobia, they are sometimes not able to trace what caused this phobia for themselves, though it generally goes back to early childhood. It can be a learned fear, with a parent or family member who is afraid of needles modeling this fear, or witnessing other people exhibiting fear while in the waiting room for their own injection or blood test. From an evolutionary psychology perspective, it's pretty normal to try to avoid being stabbed by sharp metal implements. The other way that people can end up with a fear of needles is from an early negative event or events. These come in two forms with needle phobia. External negative experiences that usually occur between three and six years old, like having a childhood condition that involved frequent use of needles, experiencing a medical professional who wasn't very gentle, or being held down for a procedure. Children have a much higher rate of needle fear and experience a stronger pain reaction. When these are combined with the use of force to get the procedure done, it can result in a longer term needle fear that would otherwise have phased out. Then there's internal negative experiences, usually in the form of fainting or feeling ill. Or you may have observed someone else faint or have a negative experience, either in person or on TV. The fainting as a form of negative event is a really interesting one and is the most common cause of fearing needles. This is typically derived from someone having a disposition towards a vasovagal response. 
This causes a sharp rise in blood pressure, followed by a sudden dilation of the blood vessels, causing blood pressure to drop. When blood is drawn, they experience a sharp, short pain or a very stressful experience. So you can see how it's triggered by procedures with needles. They often experience lightheadedness, ringing or buzzing in the ears, visual disturbances such as shimmering vision or tunnel vision, along with sudden sweating and nausea. Fainting and sometimes convulsing can occur if they're upright, either over minutes, graying out, or very rapidly. This is followed by feeling terrible for a few hours with extreme fatigue, nausea, dizziness, and loss of appetite. This creates a naturally occurring negative experience that gets associated with needles and is one of the most common causes of needle phobia. It may affect 5% or more of the populace, including myself. It's useful to differentiate whether your needle fear is affected by this vasovagal response. I mean, you'll know if it is, as this will be useful to know when you're working on the anxiety. The other main cause of needle fear, external negative experiences, has been on the rise for the last 30 years or so, but the majority of people with a fear of needles had it kicked off by the strong internal experience of a vasovagal response. The fear of needles can range from mild to being severely affected, a full-blown phobia. Some people with a phobia of needles feel they would rather die than have a needle procedure. It's that fear-inducing. And often, people manage their fear with avoidance. You may have been semi-successfully avoiding medical procedures with needles and are watching this video now because there's something important you need to do for your health, so it's become more of a problem and you want to do something about it. Generally, people are aware that they don't need a fear reaction this strong to needles, that the procedure is uncomfortable and does arguably cause a minor degree of harm, but is outweighed by the positives you want, like finding out your iron levels. Unfortunately, we can beat ourselves up for having irrational fears. We worry that we'll be told off for being anxious or thinking wrong, and this can make it more difficult to reach out for help, which is a massive shame, as this is treatable with the right process. So, you need an anxiety-reducing process. This can be done with a therapist or online. I'll put a link in the description to our anxiety reducer guide. It covers everything you need to know about anxiety and the process for reducing it. Absolutely free. And you need what's called exposure treatment. This is where you get progressive exposure to, in this case, needles and needle procedures. You might even just start with words that are linked to needles. Then images, sounds that are involved in medical procedures, videos, then handling medical equipment, waiting in waiting rooms, visiting a doctor, being involved in conversations about needles, then eventually easier than more difficult medical procedures, maybe some acupuncture. It may be helpful to supplement the later exposure with products or devices that reduce the sensation of needle insertion, especially if you get vasovagal syncopes like me and learn the applied tension technique to keep your blood pressure up. You might be wondering, exposure seems really scary. Do I really need to do it? Well, while your prefrontal cortex can use anxiety-reducing techniques to reduce your anxiety straight off the bat, your midbrain only learns from experience. It's still freaking out back there. Its adrenal signal is just being blocked by the prefrontal cortex and your new techniques. To not have it react when faced with a medical procedure, you'll need it to have experiences of these and being safe. Provide your midbrain with that and 
provided there are no safety behaviors, you'll get the much desired freedom to engage in whatever procedures you need. Now, if you're keen to get started on that exposure, I can start you off with the first steps right here on the podcast. For further virtual exposure steps that are more visual in nature, just head on over to our YouTube channel to watch the whole playlist there. There are videos covering each stage of exposure treatment for needle phobia, so you can get underway with getting your anxiety down. Thank you for listening to the Anxiety Specialist Podcast. That's it for this week's episode. If you found this episode helpful, make sure to click the follow button and please do share this with your family and friends. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. That's at Anxiety Specialists. And if you're interested to learn how you can live an anxiety-free life, you can get our epic anxiety reducer guide absolutely free so you can get started right away on getting your anxiety back down. Just grab the link in the show notes. Feel free to message us and let us know what you'd like to learn next. I'm your host, Michael Burrows. And I'm Becky Burrows. And we're going to be back next week with more tips, strategies, and insights so you can get the anxiety-free life you deserve.